Welcome to Exploring Innovation, a podcast where we discuss the challenges of managing and driving innovation. This is not a podcast on startups or companies like Tesla, Spotify, or Google. This is a podcast where the innovation methods and tools those companies use are discussed in the context of ordinary companies and organizations. My name is Tobias Eklund, and uh, I have, before joining Hello Future, which is the company behind this podcast, had my fair share of years in large international and slow-moving organizations, and can therefore hopefully keep that perspective while interviewing our guests. Today, I have two guests who are going to share some thoughts on something that started out as a meme. Welcome, Simon Mare and Johan Lager. Thank you. Tell us, guys. Uh, Simon, uh, you're up first. Who are you? Thank you. My name is Simon, and uh, at Hello Future, I work mainly with uh, design and and uh, different type of design stuff. Yeah, and being a designer in, in such a kind of small, smallish team means that it's you also take on a natural project leader role within especially software uh, development projects because you have a good view of what the customer needs uh, but also a good view of the technical aspects and how to communicate internally with developers. So design and project leading is, is mainly what I do. Great. It's great to have you here, Simon. And uh, you won. You've been here briefly, short introduction, yeah. a couple of episodes ago. But um, let's have a recap. Who are you, Yuan? Yes, I'm... Um... Uh, as you could translate my sort of title to English, maybe innovation leader. Like I facilitate groups uh, in uh, in the process of of doing innovation method uh, methodology. Um, a lot uh, is focusing on what we're going to talk in this episode about knowing your customer uh, or you, knowing your client, and uh, also facilitating idea generate uh, generating workshops and. Uh, yeah, diff- different things to get uh, uh, things ready for when Simon is starting to build prototypes and design the solutions. Um, so that's uh, briefly uh, what I'm doing. And apart from that, you're also uh, very much involved in our sister podcast, the Swedish Transformationspodden. Yeah, that's true. That's a big, big part of your job. So I said that this mm-hmm. episode was going to be about something that started off of, as a meme Uh was it you, you one that actually did the meme, or from your idea, yes. or, or uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so yes, I, I mean, <laughs> this is not a very visual medium, but uh, what was that meme about? Yeah, I, I, it, it was kind of like it, it came out from some thoughts I've had on expectations on what innovation work is uh, versus reality, uh, what you actually get when you work in the process that me and Simon are helping our clients with and um, I thought like how am I going to communicate this and then I came up with this meme and um, just to um, just shortly describe it it's um, it's from uh, the Karate Kid 
movie. <laughs> and I guess most <laughs> listeners have seen it or knows what it's about. Uh, otherwise, was, uh, go see it. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, go see it, because it's really good. I was a kid in the 80s, so that movie was huge. Uh, and I guess you today mm. also remember yeah. how uh, big it was. And Simon, you probably watched it later. Uh, yeah. But it was there, like... There's like big... uh, aren't there different versions of it as well? Or... Yeah, there's been a new version yeah. with. Um, I, I mean, for, for me and Johan, it's Ralph Macchio. My yeah. sister had such a crush on him. Uh, she had posters on her wall with, <laughs> of this uh, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, yeah. It was very very sweet, uh, like Italian Italian guy, Ralph yeah. Macchio. Yeah. Okay. So so. And I think uh, the, yeah, I think he plays a 14 year old kid or a 15 year kid but he was maybe 25 when they did the movie or something like that <laughs> and um Late they made humor. i think they made three movies and now they do uh, cobra kai like a follow-up mm. so it's still pretty um, ongoing now it's got a little bit of a revival with this uh series anyways what what happened is that he gets bullied at his school and uh, there's this group of karate uh, kids uh, <laughs> that uh, is um, bullying him and they they chase him I think I think I I haven't watched it recently but I think they, they end up on a beach where they where he gets beaten and then this Japanese guy a little bit older mr. Miyagi shows up and rescue him with uh, really good karate skills and um, what he does is he, the, he he goes to him and he asks him later to like I want to I want you to teach me karate. Uh, okay. So, and what he is expecting when he goes to this Japanese man is to, uh, you know, start learning how to do uh, cool things, you know, <laughs> cool kicks and, and, you know, all of that, that he will transform into this superhero himself really fast. But what happens is that he gets to paint the house you know, in a very like, um, in, in a way that it's not really just painting it, but he's, he's got to go up and down and up and down and paint the whole house. And when he's done with that, uh, he says like, okay, you have to uh, rub the floor and, and you have to do it in a circle way, like just the same way all the time, all the time till, till everything is perfect. And then it's the cars. Maybe it's the other way around, but at least he has to polish the, the cars and he has to do it in a certain way he has to do it like really um from beginning to end the same way all the time and then of course he gets pissed off because he thought he was there to uh to to know karate and in the end he gets to paint the house um you know um, scrub the floor not really scrub i can't really remember the the right name for it and also polish the cars and so he gets really frustrated and says like i came here you you said you're gonna teach me karate and all i've done is to serve you you know i haven't learned anything i don't know anything about karate i can't do any kicks or anything and then the famous scene is that he says you know like um but he says like wax on wax off you know uh and yeah. when he does the wax off wax uh, <laughs> wax on wax off uh, movement uh, the teacher starts to hit, and then he can. Um, what do you say? He can uh, block. He can block. block it. The, he can block. Uh, yeah. And then he says, "Paint, paint," and he says, "Scrub," and he he does uh, kicks and things, and then he realizes that he's actually learned how to defend himself, which is the the the, the basics of uh, doing karate before you start learning how to uh, kick and and you know hit, uh, so to speak. And the meme that I came up with is that 
what we expect that the picture that we had on expectations is when the the kid uh, does this really cool kick in the end you know uh, and then you have reality which is scrubbing the the floor or waxing the car and the, the meme goes something like what what people expect when they we talk about innov- doing innovation and what reality is and um, people expect the to to jump into an innovation project uh, start working with things they they kind of expect that they will do the the Mr. Miyagi work uh, from day one. But the reality, what we see, me and Simon in projects, is that it's back to basics. It's, it's about learning the basics of the m- m- methodology. And that's why I think it, it could be a good podcast to kind of kind of talk through this, this myth about what innovation work is and what the reality actually is. And I think the Karate Kid metaphor is pretty good. Yeah. So you, you're coming to the Exploring Innovation podcast, and basically your message is that innovation work is tiresome and boring, and not a kind of fireworks. Is that correctly understood? Yeah, not not really, but a big chunk of it, I guess, when you start a new, uh, when you kind of explore a new challenge that you want to solve, and you want to think outside the box, and you you don't know the actual solution. Uh, you try to push yourself, you put, push the organization to do something new, to do innovation. Uh, then actually you have to kind of, you, you can't do a shortcut from the hard parts, like the, the basic things. And to go down into the nitty gritty of, of learning uh, the skills and, and, and learning. And that's mostly learning about your uh, client or your customer or the, the, the human that you want to serve in, in making the solution, the innovation. And, and, and I think that Simon can probably elaborate a little bit more about that, that you have to go and do quite some tired, some work in actually getting to know the, the, the real problem and the clients or customers needs, um, expectations and, uh, and drives behind the, the, the behavior of, of the, the human behavior. So is this something you, you you see, Simon? That I mean, when when you start working with a customer, they're like expecting the the, the flying around kicks, um, quick solutions, great ideas and stuff, and then then they what what is that like? I mean, taking them down to earth again, mm. saying, "Hey, up, 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 let's let's start here, let's sure. start over here." Sure. T- yeah. Tell us about that. I guess it's 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 such uh just working with the f- with the future I guess kind of that's what innovation is right when we're trying to like do something that will happen in the future that will be of of value or that will we will generate ideas and stuff and it's like that's that that's complicated stuff it's like abstract stuff and it it takes time you know to to learn and to to master and I I feel like exactly like people expecting to do karate like Mr. Miyagi um, people can also come into like a project or some kind of setting where we're supposed to work with innovation and I think like yeah we have we have this method we can just apply it now and then we will have an amazing idea because we have this toolbox where we can pick this method or or this method and we just apply it and it's just we just follow that step by step and then we have made we have created innovation but it, it's it's just always more complicated on that because you just have to always take a step back. I feel, and you need to really start 
with as, as exactly like what what you once said the the very the very basics of what you're trying to do we're trying to we're, we're doing innovation right we're trying to create value from something ideas in the future but we're still have to anchor it in into where we are uh, right now and the things that we have accessible to us right now. So we have to start with who are we creating the value for and w why are we doing it? And we have to all ask ourselves all of these questions. And that's uh, often that's very tough, I feel like, because you need to realize a lot of things. You need to talk to a lot of people. You need to you need to dig deep. Yeah, you, you, want, you want to add, add something there? Yeah, I, I mean, humans are complicated. <laughs> Human behavior yeah. is complicated. So exactly as Simon says, like, do we really want to push uh, ourselves in creating this new value? Then we have to push ourselves in understanding the human behavior and the human need. And that is r just in practical sense. It, it's not done in a day, you know? It, it it demands a lot of research and sitting down and observing uh, the human behavior and, and understanding and asking questions like why over and over and over again. Because uh, so we true. have so much, what do you say, pre-knowledge pre or pre-assumptions yeah, about, uh, about how the solution uh, is going to be in the end. And innovation yeah. is a lot about taking that out of the uh, equation and think like, okay, let's not even go there and let's uh and let's get down to understanding the um the core of it the core problem or challenge and then i think when clients or people who goes uh go go and learn innovation in our online courses uh they are very focused on the solution and also when we talk about this this myth of innovation it's technology it's a lot of things happening it's creativity it is something cool, you know, and that's also what yeah. is shown on um, on conferences or in podcasts or in in videos about innovation. You, they show the end results and the actual value, yeah. but the journey towards that value is sometimes quite difficult. Of course, even in the idea when you're doing ideas, but I want to empathize the part when you have to sit down and ask questions and and do it over and over again with a lot of people. Yeah. And and then you you're, you end up in this messy room or in this digital mm. room where they have a lot of post-it notes uh, from a lot of different people. And you have to understand what is actually the patterns. What are the valuable patterns in the needs? Yeah. And and I think that is that is a lot of headache. Uh, and you, you do want to kind of skip that part and go into the solution. Uh, I don't know, yeah. Simon. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think I want to tie that what you're saying now back into, to the meme that you're <laughs> to, mm -hmm. that you're talking about in the beginning here. Uh, of of um, and we're talking expect expectation versus reality, right? And I think like a, a normal expectation for someone coming into this is like, yeah, we're doing innovation. We we let's let's start build this super cool idea. We have this amazing idea. Nobody has heard about it before. It's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be super innovative. But but exactly as you say, there's no point in in just doing that if you're not sure that that will create a a, a a value of some kind. If you don't know, if you haven't tested this, if you don't know that this will be of value to 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 people, if you don't know that this will be of beneficial to your organization uh, 
and in reaching your goals, whatever that might be, then it's not worth pursuing that idea. And and then you just need to take a step back and you need to start in, in the other end. And exactly as you say, you need to start with what will create value? What do people need? What do our organization need? Where do we want to be? And from that work, you 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 derive these ideas. This must be such a challenge uh, for you when you when you start off with a, a client and they have this energy and they have these ideas and they have you know there's a lot of energy in the room. Yeah. And then you guys come in with a wet blanket and, and put it mm. over everything. How, how do you cope with this? Uh, I mean, and what yeah. what uh, tricks or, or could you could you share that you make them? actually understand the importance of taking a step back. What do you say, Joel? Yeah. Well, the karate kid, uh, he came with a lot of... Well, he got beaten up in the beginning, so he was quite... He had definitely um, an incentive to go to Mr. Miyagi, but he, I think he also had quite some energy and excitement to, uh, to know the skill. And it, it is a disappointment to know that you have to wax a lot of cars before. But it's also like if you start in a gym with a personal trainer or go to a class and you haven't been working out for a while, you might be very excited in the beginning of the year, but you will get very tired just doing the, the most simple exercises. So I think um, to, to try to show uh, is sometimes you just have to to push to say that if you want to have a, um, a strong mu muscle to do innovation, uh, and, and we've looked, to be honest, we've looked at, mm. uh, at reports about this as well, like the, the value of, of design yeah, the in organization, report. the business value of design. And the business value, yeah, the McKinsey report shows that it's actually those who have a structured work in, in getting data and getting good insights from their uh, clients that have this muscle to do better in, in later stages when you uh, develop ideas. So to train this muscle, one thing is, I mean, we do something called uh, innovation sprints or design sprints uh, is the, we call it innovation sprint, but uh, design sprints. Yeah, yeah based it's, on it's, the Google design it's, sprint. It's based on that and, and um, then we, 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 we find ourselves pretty quickly in, in, the, in testing a prototype. And, um, and what happens then, I think, is very good because then the team uh, gets this aha moment of like, okay, this was the value. This, this really was the value because before that, it's a lot of confusion. It's fun when they, when they sketch ideas, but the, doing the pro, after the prototype, then they start to open up their eyes to, we need to do this more. We need to sit down. Because then we sit down with five people, four to five minutes, and talk through a prototype. And if we do something called a research sprint, and that will actually take us even faster to do a deeper uh, talk with five people uh, with a simple prototype. Uh, but what we really like is to not have the, even have the solution, not even have the prototype, and go out and do really in-depth into use of, of, of observations. And I think that that is a, yeah, that is a step that is difficult. It's also difficult to find the right people to talk to uh, and have, a have this structure to be able to 
continuously in in, in the work uh, to find the right people and to talk to them and to make them a part of your process. So I think that that's also a kind of like a, a, a step you need to take and it's not an easy step to take. So so basically your recommendation is not to start with the idea phase but to start with talking to and observing customers or clients or whatever. I mean that, that sounds pretty vague and and broad. Could you could you uh, could you dig down into that a bit so so we understand the understand the context? I can say a billion billion things about this. Um, are you are you like interested in in more exactly how we go about doing this kind of work or uh... not into detail? But um, I mean, f- from what I understand, um, I mean when 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 somebody comes to us and wants help with innovation. They often right. have a a, a a a picture of that. Now they're going to work with you know really cool and interesting new ideas that, as you said, will create value for them in the future. Uh, yep. And and back to the meme thing. Okay, there are a number of things you really should focus on first. From what I understand from you, and that is like talking to, observing, understanding the yes. the, the customer. So that's it. Put put that into a, a context of 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 the the process. I mean, should you should you start with an idea and make a prototype and then talk to the customers with, about it, or or is it even better to not start with the prototype of the idea? What what's your recommendation sure. there? Guide us through that. I mean, it's a, it's a classic. It depends. Answer, I guess. Uh, I, exactly. I think it's. In, <laughs> In 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 the in the start of the process, all you want to do is really learn, and you want to learn at the the minimum cost possible. That that that's kind of the key. You want to really you want to go wide. That we could, we talk about like a, a going wide phase where you try to learn as much as possible with using while using as as little resources as possible, so that you can early on determine what's not viable. What's not what what won't work for customers? What won't work for you? And and kind of using not 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 spending a lot of money and time on that, you will be able to discard a lot of things, and you will be able to boil the rest of the things you learn into something that you know will be of more value. It will be more important. Like you will um, limit the space, your solution space. To go back to your question, um, sometimes if you have an idea and you can prototype that in a in a relatively simple way, that might be good to do that super quickly. And then you show that to people and you do these interviews and these tests, and you'll you'll learn a lot about that. You'll know what works, and you you'll you'll learn what maybe what doesn't work with with your idea, and you can take that back to the drawing board and use that to inform your yourselves about what you want to learn even more about. But uh, so also sometimes you don't even know from, from the start like anything about maybe your target group or, or something like that. And and, and then you, you can just start off by, by doing these deep interviews, as we call them, where you just really, really go into, into depth with, with your target group about their needs, their views on maybe your organization and what you do, their expectations and, and, and that kind of stuff. So you just wanna you just wanna learn a, a bunch of things really quickly, but but the ways you can go about doing that is is always going to be slightly different depending on your 
on the context. Of course. So, so basically, I mean, to, to sum it up, uh, put energy and effort into learning as much as possible, as quickly as possible regarding yeah. regarding the, the target group. And I, I've thought about yeah. this. I mean, why is this not used more? Um, because it's it's when you think about it, uh, I mean the whole the whole prototyping um, methodology to to quickly visualize in some way an idea and get response on that idea. I've just thought about how how this was. I mean now it's some years since I list, left. Uh, Left the, the client side, but it was basically never used. Uh, mm. Why do you think that is? Because it's once you understand it, it's it's so basic. Of course, this is all what you always should do. Why why, mm. why isn't it used more? Do you want to say something about that, Yuan, or should I? I think you could uh, start. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what I think. People are people are afraid. Uh, it's it's scary to to sit face to face with a customer. It's much easier to to order a consumer insight study where three thousand respondents have checked forty eight thousand boxes. Uh, that that's much easier to order instead of you know going out yourself and sitting face to face yeah. with a customer over a cup of coffee uh, and showing showing them an idea uh it's terrifying and people don't want yeah. to do terrifying stuff that's that's my yeah, and, and that's my I, I, I think it's um it's hard you know i mean it because all, also learning new things takes energy and and understanding them is really hard and putting them into context with other things you learn is also extremely hard and i from experience i feel like uh, at, at times, uh, in 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 this learning process, and quite often, frankly, um, you end up uh, feeling like, "What the hell am I doing right now? <laughs> uh, w w why are we doing this? What am I learning? This is useless." And you kind of in this very confused space, and and uh, and me and and you one even after doing these this type of uh, sprints and these these types of research phases, like several hundreds of times we still every almost every single time we find us ourselves in this state of confusion like in doubt <laughs> like why are we doing this but i think it's it's and and this ties back to to how we also talk with with clients about this uh because clients haven't done this before so when they're when they're confronted with this um very um scary or confused state mm. they, they often they will feel like they have wasted their money right mm -hmm. and and we we like to talk about believing in the process yeah trust the <laughs> it process sounds extre extremely fuzzy but but it's really what mm -hmm. you have to do here and i think what we as experienced uh facilitators and and uh of of this type of of uh of sprints have to really also push that you you know mm -hmm. we have to trust this this process and they will give you great results and and eventually they will also see that and then they will be more familiar with with the process and uh, well, with the results uh yeah do you have anything mm -hmm. to add there you want yeah I, I was listening in and i, I was thinking about uh, something we talked about um also in 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 the past is about ideas like ideas are very strong 
Like, um, yeah. mm-hmm. it's scary. One of the scary parts is to show your idea and get negative feedback on the idea. Hmm. And that's, that's scary true. as well. And, and also that um, the expectations or the confusion about what innovation is, is sometimes, oh, it's, it's one hell of an idea, like a bright idea that changes everything. And uh, we know that that's not the case. I mean, ideas are very, very important in creating innovations. But I, but, but innovation is not invention, and it's not mm. like the, and really, really new ideas. Often, it's a combination of uh, of tools we use to execute the idea that makes the innovation. Uh, so the idea can be boring sometimes, but the innovation can be very powerful uh, because it's executed in a way it hasn't been executed before. So that's why you can go in and be very innovative in a market like video conferencing or, um, or you know, takeaway food and things that have been going on for, for, for a long time. But you can be super dis- disruptive in a market with a quite basic idea. But with technology, with uh, new thinking, new processes, you can execute something that uh, can be a world hit. And this is also like... <sighs> echoing uh, the minds of um, well it's a bit like cliches to bring up like uh, Steve Jobs uh, or or um, Jeff Bezos but they said like everyone's got ideas like ideas are are everywhere and there are tons of them in every organization and mm-hmm. and it's easy to come up with uh, an idea and a solution but it's um, uh, the execution is everything like it's very hard to do a, a good execution and how do you do a good execution? Well, you have to involve the clients. You have to get that feedback. You have to start with the need and then test and 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 adjust and test and adjust uh, all of the time. And that's a scary. That's a bit of the scariness and the confusion that that comes up because you have to learn something you haven't learned uh, before. And and also changing. Uh, is is painful <laughs> yeah you know if you want to learn karate you might have to change not only you not, not only have to learn a skill because what he does in the movie he changes also his mindset about the sport and about uh comp- competing and he does it differently from the competition uh the bullies that are doing it out of more uh, maybe not correct um intentions and he he mm. he he goes on a journey of of changing his mindset as well as learning. So I think that and that is also the process that is quite um, painful, uh, so to speak. Uh, even in uh, not only as you know like painful as in, in in learning something with your body, it's actually more like painful for your brain to change your thinking. Uh, and when you do that, you will be able to know how to execute the idea in the right way. Uh, and maybe you have to fail as also. But uh, this is also part of, of going into innovation work that uh, it might not be a success. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it changes a lot. It changes a lot how you do your business or how you um, involve clients or involve customers or um, the organization as well. Uh, there's so much to talk about in this area. Yeah, there is. And I, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, you, you said that, you know, a change of mind and so forth. And, and I, I think the, the main problem for a lot of organizations is not, you know, it, it's it's the change of structure of how you work and how, you know, you're, 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 mm. 
your whole setup uh, organizations are, as, as we've discussed earlier, I mean, set up to, to constantly become better at providing, doing what they're doing today and doing that a little bit better tomorrow uh, and not doing different stuff. You, you mentioned, Simon, when, when uh, we were talking before, the kind of uh, focus problem that that people uh, or that organizations have when when they you know start talking about starting to work with with innovation like right? let's start thinking outside the box uh, you had some examples there uh, what was wrong with that shouldn't they be thinking outside the box not necessarily no you don't always have to be thinking outside the box maybe a solution it's, it's laying outside of the box, but you, you can't really tell from the get-go. I mean, it, it's, it's possible to work extremely systematically with innovation. Uh, and, and you don't have to, as we've talked about already, you don't have to, to create something that hasn't been created before and that's the most revolutionizing thing ever. I mean, you can just you you can you just need to know where to start, and you need to be resilient, and you just need to work hard, and then you'll end up with something that's of that's valuable. And sometimes that's something extremely new and 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 really outside of the box, as you say. Uh, but sometimes it's 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 just not. Sometimes it's just something really simple, uh, extremely simple, easy. Maybe it's just a new is is phone app. Could be could be something like that, and but it helps billions of people with some daily chore or yeah. something like that. You you said that it, it was more important of creating the right environment and the right conditions for innovation right. work rather than focusing on the innovation itself. Uh, that that uh, right people should should have a common understanding of what innovation work is. Uh, sure, I mean yeah, the, I think that's that's. That's a you know a a prerequisite for for innovation to happen. I mean that that's kind of the next step. I mean now now we're talking about like what's what's innovation. We're learning now, right? That it the expectation is that you just go in and you create crazy ideas, but the reality is that you have to go back a lot of steps and just start with learning about people and questioning yourselves and answering really difficult questions, right? Yeah. But uh, I mean, we already established that that that's the reality of it, and that's super hard. And 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 the next step, if if you actually want to do this in an organization, uh, you have you need to find a way to to create a good environment where where this type of work is allowed, right? So it's it's not enough for if if we imagine that we're in a large organization as maybe you, the listener, is right now. Uh, and you're thinking, right, sure, this makes sense, but how do I kind of, how do I tell this to people around me? I can't just come and like, hey, can I go out and talk to 5,000 people? And I just want to learn things. And then wanna, I want to prototype something that might be extremely unuse, uh, unuseful. And then w our main takeaway from that is learnings. Can I get a lot of money for this? Maybe you feel that that will be hard. And, and then and that that's where we're kind of creating this environment for an an innovative type of working becomes very important that you need to get everybody on the same page mm. and 
yeah, I mean that that's also a, a thing that you have to do. You have to you have to work with the culture, and you have to. That's also a long long term kind of or a hard process to even get to the point where you can involve all these people in doing this work. Uh, yeah, what do you think about that, Yuan? Yeah, my my reflection is that innovation takes time. It it is yeah. the time consuming uh, activity. Uh, and a lot of that time is not spent on the aha, wow uh, part. Uh, there, it, 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 there is a lot of these elements, and it is fun uh, when, you, when you get going to it. But, but it's also, um, I, I want to, you know, get uh, away a little bit from the cool factor of working with innovation. Because it, it is yep. it is a hype. It is a lot like, oh, I'm now I'm working with innovation. Now I'm doing this. I'm at this place, and it, it is it's boosting people's confidence. Maybe that's good as well, uh, and that could be a part of, of creating that uh, environment that people can feel like they're part of something new. Uh, but to realize that a lot of the time uh, that is time consuming when doing innovation is quite you know sitting and 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 going through data from from interviews or or looking at statistics or you know like going into very that that you can sometimes you you realize that's it's hard it's hard work it's boring you have yep. you, you get a lot of punches <laughs> to continue with this uh, um, metaphor as well yeah. and and you get you know waxing the cars are they, it takes time to get it perfect and. Um, and you might be a bit disappointing uh, at times, but no. in the long run, when it, you take that time, uh, the results will become really good, and you will have that muscle built into uh, the organization that is extremely valuable, even if you don't win every match uh, uh, that that you go through. Uh, you will have that muscle, and I think that what we talk a lot about is that building a systematic uh, structure and working systematically with innovation uh, as something that we're very happy is starting to become uh, more and more um, uh, usual and more and more like uh, people it's taking it more serious. Yeah. More, more mm. established and, and also that uh, we, 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 we can't look at innovation as something that's supposed to be exciting all the time or 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 it is the excitement that is the goal of it it is actually uh too important now with climate change with uh things going on in the world and 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 real challenges in in in, in different sectors of of the business environment uh then you have to realize that okay we need to do innovation but it's gonna but it's if if we're starting from the uh, you know, when we don't have the structure, we have to make it take time, and it's probably going to be uh, quite difficult. Uh, but the good news is there is uh, a a standard for innovation. Uh, there is a lot of tools. There is a way. There is a lot of research on innovation. So yep. you don't have to start from scratch. <laughs> there is teachers like Miyagi's out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I sometimes when I think about this, and and you know the it's not maybe not a problem, but but one of the the challenges for innovation is is basically how, how do you measure it? 
uh, and it, it's hard to measure um, as, I mean, an innovation can be so, so different uh, and maybe not even recognized as an innovation in the beginning. I, to just count the number of innovations per year is, is probably not going to work. But I wish there was like some sort of KPI for learning learning about the customer uh, the more you learn about your customer and the, the, the issues they they have um, the more the better ideas you're going to have the, yeah. the, the the quicker you're going to be able to solve their problems in maybe new and innovative ways or or copying some other organization's way of yeah. solving solving that problem uh, because i mean if if you look at if you look at like uh, we mentioned steve jobs and we mentioned uh, Jeff Bezos, Apple and Amazon, I mean, they've been so hugely successful the last 20 years. And, and I mean, it, it, their main focus has been understanding the customer. They have really, really put focus on that. That is like the key thing they do. And I wish there was a way of measuring that, that learning. Maybe you have a solution for that. How do we how do we solve that? How do we how do we invent the KPI for for customer knowledge? That would be great because that 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 would maybe take the edge of of um, the whole yeah. innovators dilemma. Yeah, it could it could be difficult. I don't have a an answer how to solve it. Uh, ah. Definitely, you, do, you, do, you just <laughs> but, don't want to reveal it. You want you don't want to reveal. Yeah, the maybe, maybe it's my big secret. But I yeah. I got one of the key um, uh, learnings that I got when I started working with innovation methodology is was that a, a customer insight or a, a, an insight in, in, uh, in, in research about uh, the customer is nothing if you don't do anything about it, you know? Mm. So it goes a bit like both ways that you can have a, you can have a hundreds of market reports and and doing deep deep studies and understanding that all the human behaviors behind uh the 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 challenge or the problems you want to solve but you do have to execute it you like you do have to find out an idea that works uh so but but it's really hard to start with just executing the idea so so it goes both ways you know like um so you have to get at least if you're going to measure it you have to kind of also see the the execution part of how you kind of transform the knowledge uh, into idea that works yeah. uh, as well so i don't want to end this uh, or, or go from this podcast and the listeners like okay so market the client is <laughs> whatever we want to do we need to know as much as possible and we're going to be super nerdy about it and 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 bring in psychologists and 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 researchers to really dig super deep into every single behavior about why people drink water or something like this. Uh, yeah. Okay, maybe not, but as much so you have to have some kind of balance as well, like because oh. you will feel something yeah. like um, what we call it. Me and Simon we talk about a lot about when you get full, like like when you eat. Um, I don't know how to translate in, in into English, but. We call it uh, the Swedish word for being full when you have eaten. Mm. So after a few interviews, sometimes you feel like, oh, we thought we were going to do like 20 in-depth interviews, but after 10, we feel full. Yeah. So then it's yeah. time to it's do something re reaching about it. A, reaching a saturation point. Yeah. I think exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Expression. Yeah. 
and that takes also learning and time to to realize when you hit that. So so that's also a, so you a can, learning curve. And so you, the sooner you yeah. can take resources from the insight perspective and and go yeah. into the the lab or the factory yeah. or the execution the execution mode and start start uh, yeah. start uh, start yeah. the action. Yeah, I think you have to remember there. I mean, I just want to say quickly tying back to what we spoke about earlier. I mean, learning is great and learning billions of things is also great. But you, the key thing is to do it with as, as little resources as yeah. possible mm. so you can yeah. use it for doing things, mm. which yeah. will make you learn more things and which will, you know, mm. I mean, it's it's still it's still doing. It's always all the time it's doing, mm. but it's mm. just like learning things first that will tell you what to do and you want to do it quick. Because the more things you do, the more things you learn, right? So yeah. Okay, so so to to sum this up in some way, uh, you 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 can add add if I miss out anything. But but the main the main thing we want to get across to our listeners is to remember this, to to watch Karate Kid, and to understand <laughs> that before you get into the high flying round kicks which are, you know, these awesome new innovations, including new technology and, uh, you know, all the buzzwords you can think of, you need to do the wax on, wax off. Uh, and that can be yeah. quite, I mean, boring is such a negative word uh, because, you, of course, you're going to learn a lot while doing it, but it's, it's not... It's uh, challenging. It's yeah. challenging. Mm. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. Uh, it's it's not going to be as sexy as you maybe have thought when you were appointed to the innovation team, but no. without that work, you will f be far less. Um, the the mm. probability of success will be so much mm. lower. No, I just want to add the probability of you creating innovation theater is going to be yeah. much higher. <laughs> Yeah. I love that expression. Yeah. Innovation theater. Could you, could you br briefly, Johan, tell me what is innovation theater? Well, it's it's well to to make an example. You can walk into a uh, company that has like an, a department for innovation or something, and there's a lot of cool things. There's a lot of hype around it, but uh, and people running around doing different things um, and showing off cool prototypes, but. Um, no execu uh, no real execution or real value to uh, the 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 customer the user and uh, that's a that's my a short answer to uh, to to that question uh, it okay. looks good it looks good on the website it looks good um uh, at the office uh but it does not look good for the customers no and 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 that's the trap that a lot of organization that wants to work with innovation uh, they 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 put the resources in the surface, which that's why it's called innovation theater. Uh, it's something that looks it's just a a, a front stage. Yeah, uh, and it's not the the hard work. Yeah, it's a facade. And 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 what we were talking about in this episode is what's going on behind the, the backstage. Stage. No. Yeah, the backstage. <clears throat> okay, yeah. that's a that's I, a good I think picture. It, yeah, Simon. Yeah, I, th I think just I just want to say I think the important uh, like the key takeaway from this talk is it's not so much about how to uh, not not really much so much about how to do innovation and like what to do when it's more about remembering that innovation at at, at a lot a lot of times it's it's really tough it's challenging you have to 
you have to feel confused you have to feel lost and you have to feel like this doubt you know and and, and there there are billions of ways to learn about how to do innovation systematically and i'm sure we will have a lot of uh episodes in this podcast about about that as well but but and i'm sure the listener now is also thinking yeah, all right sure but how do i do all of this and there's a lot of ways to learn that but i think that you just have to remember from this that when it feels you know when you're in doubt and when it feels bad and and you're like damn what I, what have i got myself into <laughs> just remember that it's it's part of the whole thing you know so we're we're just actually we just want to comfort you you know <laughs> that's the, that's the point of this of this talk you know look at karate kitty i mean he was in doubt a, a lot of time a lot of the time but in the end he was he, he became the master right he won he he defeated everyone else not defeated but he kind of triumphed you know would, would yeah. you go as far so, as to say if the, now that, you're spoiling like, the if, movie if you, yeah <laughs> spoiler alert would you go as far as to say that if you're not feeling doubts and confusion during the process you're doing the thing wrong yeah i, I would say you so could, actually go that, go that far, yeah I would, I would go that far because <laughs> that also ties back to what what i said a bit earlier um you know me and you when we do this we do these things like every day yeah. uh, you know and every time, each time we we reach this phase of 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 learning, like making our problem statements and trying to to learn about them and talking to people and you know piecing together the puzzle that there are all these insights. You know, we always leave those sessions feeling like, what are we doing? What what is this going to end up being? You know. And then and each time we, we remind ourselves like, hey, it's okay to feel this doubt. We know that it will end up in, in something good, but still, still that, that's, that's, that's just how it is. And we remind ourselves that it's part of the process. And yeah, that's what I want to, we, we just want to tell, tell you the listener as well. It's okay it, to it, feel it's, that, it's okay. which I mean, from my, yeah. my experience is exactly what you don't want to feel in that type of organization. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, ho yeah. the whole system, the, the whole organism is built around security and being able to take away all, all uncertainty. And here you're yeah. saying that if you don't feel the uncertainty and the doubt and the confusion, you're doing, you're doing it wrong. So, so yep. here's a challenge That's for... That's a harsh reality. Here's a challenge for everyone who, who really wants to drive innovation. Okay, yeah. guys. And the, wor the worst yeah. thing, the worst thing is that you learn. You learn. You learn something, right? Yeah. The worst thing that can happen is that you will learn a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, we have to. We have to round this up. Um, thank yep. you so much for for joining me. I'm sure you will be back in the future. Uh, it was great. Uh, and for all you listeners, if you thought this in discussion was interesting, be sure to hit that subscribe button in whatever podcast player you're using. And if you have any questions or ideas for guests or topics for, for this podcast, mail me at podcast at hellofuture.com. And of course, if you have friends or colleagues that you know are thinking a lot about how to make innovation happen, we'd be delighted to have you share this podcast with them. And if you want to know more about us and this podcast, visit us at hellofuture.com. So talk to you soon. And uh, thanks again for, for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for having us.